welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome back, friends. As we look into God's word again today, our prayer is that you will be more deeply rooted in Jesus so that as you walk through your day to day, you're more and more confident in his great love for you. And I have the privilege uh, to be here today with a couple of Esthers. And it just so happens that we're on our second session about the book of Esther. I'm here with Esther Jennings and Esther Shenuda, whose testimony we uh, had on episodes 123 and 124. So if you haven't heard that, you definitely should go back and give it a listen. Now, as we look into the book of Esther today, um, Esther Jennings is going to share um, our second in a series of four on the life of this woman, Esther, from the Bible. Thank you, Martha. Well, last week, uh, when you you opened us up into this series, um, you talked to us about the process of finding a new queen, and um, Queen Esther was... Um, brought into this role, which was so foreign to her. She was a young girl. She was orphaned and living in a country where she was not like everyone else. She was a Jew and she had risen to the throne through a selection process that was, she was now part of Persian royalty. And, uh, but just when things seemed that they couldn't get any better, an evil threat arose among her kingdom and it, it occurred because one of the king's right-hand men his name was Haman he took a deep dislike to the Jewish people and that was because Esther's cousin Mordecai another Jew sat at the palace gate and he refused to bow to Haman Mordecai had been Esther's guardian when she was orphaned and so he was, he would daily come to the palace gates just to sort of get a pulse of what was going on in the palace. And he was really concerned about her. And of course, because he'd taken her as almost like his stepdaughter. And so while he was at the palace gate one day, he heard of a wicked plan that was afoot in the palace. And that was that Haman had a plan to exterminate all Jews from the land because of Mordecai's refusal to bow. Mordecai sent a message to Queen Esther that he believed she was the only one who could find favor with the, her husband, the king, and save not only herself, but the rest of her people. And uh, so the only thing is in that day, going into the king's presence without being summoned could lead to death. And everyone knew that, including Esther. And the other piece was that the king didn't know of her Jewish heritage because she had kept it a secret. And so let's read in the book of Esther, chapter four. Um, it's found, the book of Esther is just before Job and Psalms. So if you turn to that, short book, chapter four, verses six and seven. And it says, 
Patek went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him and the exact sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. So Esther was faced with a decision. Would she engage with culture and deny her people and her faith to save her own life? Because what if the king did, didn't listen to her? What if um, he went ahead and granted Haman his wish to kill all the Jews? So let's just read verses 12 to 14 in that same chapter. It says, and they told Mordecai what Esther had said. Then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, do not think to yourself that in the king's palace, you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Can you imagine being in her situation? Young, lonely, afraid of what might happen to her and to her people if she doesn't speak up? Where could she find wisdom and support? She couldn't send an email blast to all her Jewish friends. She couldn't hold an impromptu prayer time with her life group. She didn't have anywhere to turn. She couldn't even call out to Mordecai, really. And so she developed a plan. She sent a message to Mordecai to gather all the Jews in Susa to fast and pray for three days and three nights. So she rallied her community and she relied on her God. And she held true to her beliefs and was prepared for the worst. She knew that what Mordecai had said was true, that she had been placed in this favored position for a purpose. And for such a time as this, she had been made queen. And now she needed the courage to stand up for what she believed and trust God. She needed to go before the king and present her case in the hopes of saving her people and herself. And so I'm just going to ask my friends, Martha and Esther, um, when we are faced with an issue that we know opposes what God's word says, will we have the courage to honor God? I think that, you know, I can't even imagine what she was feeling in that moment when she went to the king uninvited, um, going into that place. And I think there's a lot of times in our lives where, we are preparing for the worst when we know God's called us to, to do something or to correct something for his kingdom, whether it's a challenging conversation, whether it's sharing our faith or beliefs in a community where people could laugh at us or people could reject us. Um, I know there's been many times in my life where I've been put in uncomfortable situations where, you know, people have asked me about Jesus. People have asked me, um, why I believe in what I believe. And there's a moment, you know, there's a moment where you can die a social or, or um, I guess you could say a social death in that moment of what they're going to think of you. But I just love Esther's courage in that moment, because in those times when we don't know what the outcome is be the same, the same way that Esther didn't know if the king was going to hold out the gold scepter to her, she didn't know 
but she still walked in faith because God's promises are true. I think back to that verse in Matthew, you know, whoever tries to hold on to their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think of the power in knowing that, you know, maybe Esther could have died in that moment, but regardless, God's plan would have still brought victory and glory, but it was because of God's divine intervention that she was protected, um, which is obviously, you know, a very, like a very bold act of faith for us to look at. So I just honor that courage and and just seeing that promise fulfilled. I, I know I've seen it in my life and um, it's just such a faith building moment. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Esther. Mm-hmm. My thoughts were very similar to yours, Esther S., in that we know the story and we know the outcome, but Esther did not. And I can think of times in my own life when I didn't know the story, and it's not as dramatic as her situation, but where following God would cost something, and you're not mm-hmm. sure that it's going to turn out well. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, Esther's such an encouragement to to rely on God and to make that choice and say, okay, I'm going to do the right thing, even though it could cost me something. And I love mm-hmm. it that Esther got the other people to pray and fast for her, because that's often what we need, is to really be in prayer and if it's appropriate, sometimes it's not, but to share with others so they can pray with you. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it is wonderful also, though, to know God is going to bring his plan to fruition, whether I do my mm-hmm. part or not. So really, it's a privilege mm-hmm. for us to be able to yeah. obey God and to take that opportunity. And I know that I, I'm i pretty sure there are some points in my life where I, I didn't take that opportunity. And maybe in heaven, I'll find out what could have happened. But right now, Mm -hmm. I'll never know. So, you know, when you're faced with something like this, I hope Esther really encourages us to to be bold, to really and Mm -hmm. truly trust God. And it is scary. Mm -hmm. Like, in a way, it's not really faith. If it's a kind of scary situation that you think, I don't know what's going to come out of this. I know in my role as a nurse at the hospital, I've been faced with ethical issues. Mm-hmm. Most recently, um, there have been new provisions and laws that have come down um, that do I know do not align with God's purposes. And so it's not easy to do, but I have spoken clearly that I will not participate in procedures that violate my beliefs. Mm-hmm. And thankfully I've been respected for that. Um, But I know that there are some physicians and some people that I work with that don't hold those views at all and they don't respect them. But thankfully at this point, I still am able to choose um, to honor my beliefs and honor God rather than caving to culture. And we'll see in Esther's story um, in the weeks ahead, that God did honor her faith and um, he turned things around. And so I, I guess for my takeaway for this, um, I wonder, I sometimes wonder if Esther ever questioned what, what God was doing in the midst of her story. Mm-hmm. Uh, why had he taken her parents away? 
why was he requiring so much courage of her? And that this was way more than she ever signed up for. Hmm. And so I, I wonder when I'm faced with a crisis, where do I run? Do I run to my people, to my mentors, to my church? Do I run to the Lord? And can I have the faith to just trust that God's got a bigger plan in this picture and that he will carry me through even when the crisis or the challenge just seems so great. Thank you for that, Esther. And listeners, stay deeply rooted in Jesus this week and know that God has things in control and has put you wherever you are for just the time as this. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.